Going out in a high here, King of the Couch, back in the saddle with the uh, the main man, the wizard, Jared Sukjai. What up, what up, dog? Hey, man. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks, thanks, bro. We had a little, uh, we had a little microphone snafus. We got there in the end. It's just a fucking different thing each week for us with the fucking levels and shit. But we're back, and uh, we're back probably for the last NRL uh, potty of the year. Um, season's over. We of course did one about two weeks ago. We did the bottom eight. We did a little GF preview. Now we're doing the top eight and a little GF review. <laughs> yeah. So working title for this show, we were talking about it. Um, we're going to be calling it Balls and All, I think, and it's going to be debuted properly next year. We're going to do a full season. We're not sure of the structure just yet in terms of doing it weekly, fortnightly, once a month. Not how, not sure how we're going to do it, but uh, the Wizard and I will sit down. Balls and all. There you go. We'll create a new logo. It's going to be fucking sick. <laughs> Equal parts equity. Um, unreal. But um, yeah, fuck. Where do we begin, man? We uh, let's let's get straight into the grand final. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll back it up real quick because I'm pretty confident from the last uh, last KTC and the wizard we did. We both were pretty hot on the storm. No yeah. one's beaten the storm. Storm v. Rabbitohs at um, the time was a train of thought, yeah. Let's just get the awkwardness out of the way. How fucking wrong we were. How well, wrong not, we were. Not by much. I mean, what, Penrith beat the storm by how many points? Uh, only four. Yeah. But they just made them look silly. Yeah. Very silly. Oh, storm were awful in that game. And very, very silly. Error, error rate was really high and uncharacteristic for them. W- um, worst I reckon I've seen them play all year. Yeah, yeah, probably in the last couple of years for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've missed it. We missed the prelim. So we were but we were hot as on the storm. No one's beaten the storm. Uh, no, no discredit to the pennies, but no one's beaten the storm. Fucking Panthers have come in, beat yeah. the storm. Who who would have fucking saw that coming? Yeah. And then we've got uh, we've set up for a Penrith and Rabbitohs final, which is. I don't know. Look, I predicted the Rabbitohs to be in the final. They were my pick. Um, and going into the final, you know, now with the storm out of the way, I was sort of hot on the Rabbitohs. That was my thinking. Rabbitohs get up. We've got Reynolds leaving. Benji there in the wings. You know, Latrell. I know he's not playing, but they've looked pretty good without him. It's sort of, you know, we're sort of looking all right. But then you've got Penrith coming off the hole. They've lost the grand final. They just, they've almost maybe have played the grand final against the storm the week before. But they're a great team, you know what I mean? They were written off too by some of the mainstream media. They're yeah. done, Paul Kent said. I, f- I feel kind of happy that they've been able to do it and and get that out of the way, so to speak, and just achieve that after two really big years for them. And, um, you know, just the whole story with Ivan co- coaching his son mm. and, and um, how, how well Nathan's been playing and him missing out on the Dallium last year when he actually was eligible. And then this year when, you know, t- you could... Obviously, say Turbo deservedly won that the Dalian this year, but to him to go out as a, as a Clive Churchill winner and his dad to present him the award, and they're they're a young squad and their their premiership window is still open. So there's mm. there's um, definitely the potential for them to to go be in the top two again, you know, ladder position next year, and then um, you know maybe be in another grand final next year. What are the odds? What are the odds you reckon for Penrith going back to back? I mean, that's a pretty that's pretty rare in this in NRL. Yeah, they'd be pretty short odds. I think it's uh, twice in the last 30 years. So obviously the Roosters did it in 2018, mm. 2019. They did back-to-back. And the Broncos, I think, if memory serves, was 92, 93. So that's it in the last 30 years? I, yes, I believe so, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, it's a good bet. I'm going to check the odds of them going in back to back. Yeah. Um, worth putting down some hard earned money on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, would I mean we watched the game. We we had uh, we had your fam around. We had a few other punters here at my house. Uh, KTC HQ, um, balls and all uh, HQ. Now it's it's a HQ for many. Um, but we we were getting stuck in, having a few tins, a lot of food. It was a good game. I've got to be honest. I think by the end of the game, I'd had a few stubbies, and then I'd had a few sparkling rosés after the game. So I'll be honest. The memory of I remember the key, the key things of the game, but the the eighty minutes was a blur. It could have been eighty seconds to me. I could, yeah. I montaged it in my head. Yeah. Um, but what were your thoughts on the game, man? Well, I put some money down on the Rabbitohs. I was riding that, and I I, <laughs> I, I picked the two try scores. So I just had a three leg multi and had um, Cody Walker and AJ. Um, what's his name? Um, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, Alex Johnson. Alex Johnson to score, and um, fuck when they both got in. I had and had the Rabbitohs six to ten. To, to win the game and obviously thing you know Reynolds kicks that conversion they go level and then oh, all sorts of things don't happen. remind him but you know um, <laughs> yeah it, it was it was a good game and I th- Penrith were dominant for, for most of it and clear like at the end we were kind of like oh we're trying to pick who's who was the most dominant player and obviously a lot of it came down to Cleary's kicking game yeah. uh, his bombs you know, I think he forced three line dropouts in the first 15 minutes or something crazy like that um, just total control with the kicking game so yeah he, he was pretty amazing I mean you, it, look to be honest it was a great game what it ended up 14-12 it, it really could have gone either way for a lot of the game I thought uh, from, from what I remember um, I thought, you know, looking at the Rabbitohs, Cody Walker had an excellent game. Even though the media kind of wrote him off, there was like a pretty fucking gnarly headline I saw that was like basically just blaming the loss on him. But mm. um, well, he said, yeah, he, he scored a crazy solo try. Yeah, and he set up AJ's try as well. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he you know he threw that pass which which Crichton intercepted and then went on to sort of I guess that I think it was the last try in the game. No, um, I think AJ scored after that, yeah. but yeah, the the conversion from that try was to that level. was right. You're right. Yeah, yeah stand corrected. And then yeah, look and look that that happens. You know what I mean? That's like that's sports. You can't go look one move has fucking ruined his whole game. But he's had a crazy good season. And obviously, they wouldn't be here or in that position in that game without him playing the way yeah. he has anyway. But yeah, obviously he'd be he'd be feeling pretty dirty about that that intercept. For oh sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that look, that was a great intercept. You don't see many of those throughout the year. Um, and it just to get one in the big grand final, like that's a bit of a highlight reel for for old Crichton there. So yeah. Uh, but Cody Walker will come back fucking bigger and better next year, no no doubt, because he's he's a great player no matter what you think of him. Um, but yeah, fuck, I uh, it was good. You know, I've got to be honest. Oh, oh, there's been so much like I feel like there's been so much hate for the the pennies. Like over the last few weeks, they're cocky, they're arrogant, they're this, they're that, they're young. But I'm like, they've all come through juniors together. Like they were a lot of them were all all. I mean, six or eight of them were in the fucking New South Wales team this year. They've come mm. off that win. Um, they they got tested last year in the grand final. They lost. They got tested in parts of this year. Um, you know, certain people writing them off. But I don't know. I think it was good. It was good that they were all young. It was good that you know the Ivan and Nathan could do it together. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, what's Nathan like? Twenty three, and he's got the yeah. Dallium. He's got now. He's got a, an Origin thing under his belt. He's got a grand final under his. He hasn't belt. got the Dallium yet, but yeah, uh, Clive Clive Churchill. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Um, Which is arguably like. It's better great. because yeah. it's like it means you're the best player in a grand final, which means you've won the grand final generally. Yeah, but the Dell M, like yeah, you might have been the best player for the season, but you're playing to win grand finals. And the Sea Eagles um, got smashed by the Storm. Then they 
Couldn't beat the top four, mate. Beat the Roosters and then they got smashed by the Rabbitohs. So well, maybe what Roosters. would you rather have, really? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure Turbo would rather the Clive Churchill in the grand final. Um, but, yeah, look, it was a sick game. It was, it was to me, it was like an ideal grand final game. There's nothing I hate more than seeing teams just get fucking bashed all over the park yeah, and correct. really lopsided. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. I mean, on the edge of your seat the whole time. Edge of my seat, yeah. just up and down getting beers. I just couldn't stop drinking. I was just having such a good time. Edge of the couch. Yeah. Edge of the couch. <laughs> when I love the couch. But it was. It was sick. So, um, yeah. No, it was good. I was stoked. And I look, I was a bit gutted for Reynolds too. You know, like no, yeah. I know he's, I know he's a future Broncos immortal. Um, and he's coming. He's <laughs> yeah. coming next year. Yeah. But it was like, it was bittersweet to see him because he has like one of the best kicking records in the game. Yeah. You know he could he missed the last conversion, which is just yeah. just it's like yeah. it's uncut because he's so good. You're going oh god, Reynolds. You know like whatever these things happen. You're never going to have a perfect record when you're a kicker. But it was just one of those things. Like if you had to pick someone from the game, yeah, to across all teams to go, who's going to be the kicker in the grand final in the game? I'd fucking put Reynolds way up there. Yeah. Like he's probably for me, he'd probably be the guy I'd pick. Yeah. Then he's had the two two point field goal attempt, which was look it was a bit of a rushed one. It wasn't his fault. It was just he didn't have much room to yeah um to work there. So. But doesn't matter because now he's going to be hungry as fuck for a premiership in the next three years. Exactly. So what you sort of thought will, will probably pan out. Yeah. So we're gold, mate. But anyway, that was our uh, that was the that was the grand final. It was a good one. It was it was sick to be able to share it with you guys and fucking just get on it and, and at least six of seven of my good mates, Furphy, and uh, half a bottle of sparkling rosé. It was lovely. Yeah. Delicious. Um. Let's get stuck in. Uh, the Wizards gone hard. I will say, shout out to Jared firstly because he does all the hard work here. I just come in and just sprinkle a bit of fucking herbs and spices over it. But he's the man. He is He is the man. That's why I call him the Wizard because he knows way more than I do. Um, we'll go from, like we did last week, number eight through to number one. Yep. And then we can, yeah, it doesn't matter because Storm technically with the minor premiers. So we'll probably end on the Storm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'll let you take it away, mate. Yeah, so finishing in eighth, we had Gold Coast Titans. Um, actually lost more games than they won. So 10 wins, 14 losses. Really? Wow. Um, they've made the finals twice in the last decade and also collected a wooden spoon, still chasing their maiden uh, premiership. Uh, I think they've finished top four once maybe in their history. But I think maybe once. Yeah, maybe. Could be wrong. As, uh, no, top, not top Top four sounds high. Maybe no, top eight. High for them. Yeah. yeah. Top, top eight twice in the last decade yeah um yeah so they were an interesting team this year <laughs> felt like because brisbane would were, were traveling so poorly at times that you know i was almost getting behind the gold coast whereas previously i'd probably jump on the back of the cowboys uh, maybe the warriors um with you know fafita there and quite a few ex-broncos and big tino there they felt like a team you could just sort of really back um and they were playing exciting footy um obviously they had that last second no try, you know, ball thrown out over the sideline against the oh, Roosters in yeah. the um, semi, I think it was, or first week of finals. And that was a pretty good game, like Vupa Cup, Cup. It was an I exciting that. game. It was an exciting game. Yeah, yeah. And they were fucking dirty on each other, those two at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Split-second decisions, you know, they're just, yeah. It's crazy, too. It's crazy that they had 10 wins and 14 losses and they still made the eight. It goes to show that bottom eight how messy it was, like, with losses and how, yeah. like, I'm looking through here. It's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the top four... Pretty pretty tight there, but arguably, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, they all had a lot of like 60, uh, 40 I'd, I'd records. Say the, yeah, the, the gap between sixth and seventh is the biggest gap. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty mental. So it's like the top six almost, and then you've got 
it, it, when you look at this, ten, and no discredit, no discredit to the other guys, but you kind of look in here at like number eight, number seven, maybe number six, and going, How? yeah, <laughs> like you're not going to get very far here. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you think that you know the Titans, they win that game, they get they face Manly the week after, and it could have been anything. Fuck. But um, um, yeah, you'd, you'd be putting your money on Manly. Yeah, um, but. Um, that was good. It was good to see the Titans up there because I feel bad for teams that get fucking pumped every year, and they're mm. well, they're the newest team in the league still. Yeah. Um, until they create another fucking Queensland team, which they're talking about up the Redcliffe Dolphins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, they they took Fafita, they got Tino, so like you said, they've got some Queensland players in there, so it's easy to get on board with them. Um, I like you've got here. I'll let you finish it because this this is yours. But I, I you've, you've earmarked the guy that I thought so. He's honestly he's. Probably my man crush and my my player to watch this little fella. Yeah, right. I don't mind the little whippet. Okay, yeah. So my man crush for the year 20, 2021 was probably Jamal Fogarty, their captain and halfback, with an honourable mention to Big Tino <laughs> Faasua Malaawi. Yeah, um, from the Storm. Tino's who, a good one. Who's awesome player? Yeah, um, great in Origin and just really fiery. Um, Good players to watch. I like Jamal, and I've got a thing for goal kickers. I just think that the level of skill and concentration, mm. like it's just insane what they have to do and the pressure that they're under. To you know, um, but yeah, Jamal had a really good year, and um, since we've written this, it's surprising to see that potentially being released. Yeah, from uh, and we talked about this last time. It's just like no, 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 that, that's, he's that's not, not official. He's right. not officially released, but it looks like he will be going to the Raiders. That's what I mean, the Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have heard that and I've read that in several different places, but I don't know if it's confirmed yet. No, it seems like a pretty big one to go, right? Yeah, well, he's a, yeah, exactly. He's you know an older head, um, even though he hasn't been playing NRL for heaps long. Um, he's captain yeah. or co-captain with Kevin Proctor. Um, he's their halfback. Um, really strange decision. So we'll see what happens there, um, but yeah, next year the you know the player that came through really well this year was um, Jaden Campbell. So he's my player to watch. Yeah, um, good fucking call there, man. Yeah, good and, call there. And like just played a couple of games against the Storm. Yeah, they they lost both those games, mm. but just really lit it up. And for such a small dude, like not he looks tall, but just but real skinny, lean, man. real skinny. Still got you know some growing to do, and um, just busting out of tackles and stepping people. Um, really exciting player. So good. He, um, yeah, he looks he looked good and he he looks visibly young out there. You know what I mean? Like, not that I look like an old bloke or anything like that, but like he looks young out there. Mm. He's skinny. This year, I felt like there's been a few standout players that have, like their skin and bones. Like NRL players are typically quite bulky. Um, you've got Jaden. You've got Ryan Papp. You know, you've got Sam Walker. Like, yeah. maybe it's the rise of the skinny goats this year. I don't know, but like. He looked good, man, for a, for a fucking first season, and he only had a handful of games. Uh, he scored a few tries too. Yeah, some of um, his tries were amazing. Yeah. Seriously, like, and you're going, fuck, you know, like, don't get injured because, like, you've probably got a sick career ahead of you. And yeah. th- that's your first year in a team that, like, arguably, well, they come eight, they're middle of the road right now. Yeah. You know, like, they're not, imagine if he was playing for the fucking Storm or the Panthers or something like that. Yeah. And you're going, shit, like, what could he do there? But. Yeah, player to watch. Seriously, a full season with him next year. He's playing fullback, right? You said. Well, he Is should he? be. Um, he's been signed. He was a he was on a train and trial or something. He should be playing fullback. I think um, with the talk of AJ Brimson potentially moving to five eighth uh, is the is the buzz. So they've got yeah, to have both players. I'm forgetting about Brimmer. I know it was yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Good call. But either way, to see him to see him play a full season, I think is going to be um, going to be pretty mint. I reckon. 
Yeah, you've got them finishing eighth. Yeah, same spot. Um, I, I think so. I think they've got a slight chance. I mean, um, Fogarty going is a huge loss though. So since we've written this, it's you know potential for it to change. But um, they, I mean, they they had ninth last year. This year they finished eighth. The the team that I would potentially swap them for if I was hopeful would be the Broncos finishing eighth, of course. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so a Queensland based team, please, to finish in 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 the eight for mm. sure. I'm I'm hoping. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can't see that team being the Cowboys. I just can't see that happening. So no. either the Broncos or the Titans to finish in that top eight. I reckon the Cowboys are running close to Wooden Spoon. Um, if we go back to last week, but they they weren't our pick. But <laughs> no, the more no. I think about it, um, yeah, I, I, look, eighth is a good safe bet. It's pretty good for them if they make the eight, the eight again. Um, yeah, I'll probably stick with you on that. Seventh, eighth, ninth. I think those are the ones. Like they're yeah, they need to get they need to get there because they've got good stock. And I think. Fuck, I'm going to go seventh, mate. I reckon they can end on seventh. Yeah, right. There you go. We like that one better. Um, (laughs) Lucky number seven, mate. The Newcastle Knights. Fuck. I've got love for the Knights. Something about the Knights I like. I like watching them play. I get a bit dirty on them because I feel like they've got a a good team and then I want them to like... I want them to do better. Yeah. You know, they've got Caelan Ponga. He's like the Queensland fucking favorite. He's yeah. just, he's the golden boy. Yeah. Um, but there's heaps of other players in that team that I like. And they just, um, I think Newcastle looks like a cool place. I'd love to go visit. I'd love to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Never been there myself, but um, that where they had 12 wins, 12 losses this season. Um, they've played finals uh, three times in the last 10 years, but also had a really shitty patch where I think they collected three wooden spoons potentially in the last 10 years in the last 10 years potentially three years in a row I think oh. it's definitely two years in a row where they end up with a wooden spoon um, that's some fucking horrible horrible yeah, records that was the post Bennett era and it was um, I think it's Nathan Brown who's the current Warriors coach was their coach and they had lots of financial things and you know, the club nearly went bankrupt all the Doesn't year. have like Nathan Tinkler the billionaire was in there and then he fucking he that's lost all I mean. his money and yeah, shit yeah yeah um, but yeah, you mentioned Caelan Ponga. So he is, without a doubt, my <laughs> fucking man crush for the Newcastle Knights. And um, yeah, such an exciting player to watch. Just a really, seems like a really fun, funny sort of guy. To be honest, I haven't watched his, his podcast or his videos really yet. Um, 257 Collective, shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so hopefully if he's fit, you know, next year, they'll be doing good things. And just on him, like, like I've had quite a few you know, NRL players come through work and he was there one day and I was there and freaking missed him. And he's he's probably the one player that I'd just be so like, holy shit, that's Caelan Ponga. I need to go speak to yeah. him kind of thing. Me too, man. I'd, I'd fucking fanboy out too. Yeah, photo I for sure. totally fanboy with him. So, um, yeah, miss that opportunity with them now gone from, from the sunny coast. Well, yeah, man. You they never know, next year. They look like they're fucking... I've, I've got them all on Instagram. They look like they're having the time of their lives down in Gold Coast. So they've been sending it fairly heavily. Um, him, uh, Connor Watson, Matt Croker, and, and the boys. So yeah. I, um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with you on the man crush. For a close, almost a close second, close tie would be Connor Watson for me. Um, the yeah. fact that they've got a nice bromance going on too. Yeah. Um, it's the breakup of the century, This the fact that Connor is... Um, trying to break Ponga's heart by going back to the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's going on? You know what I mean? What's going on in the 257 podcast? I don't yeah. know. I've got this almost like a conspiracy theory and I, I'm not sure 
if if next year's the last year for for Ponga at the Knights, you know, I've got this feeling that he's just going to move ship. I, I know there's that nasty rumor that he wanted to play Union in his All in blacks. his career, and yeah. I fucking hate that. I just hate when players jump codes. One because I don't like rugby union, and I like NRL, and I want to see him play for Queensland, not the fucking All Blacks. Yeah, but I understand a boyhood dream. I get that. But um, yeah, they um, the bromance is over temporarily. Well, they're going to be doing an interstate. Uh, Bromance. Yeah. Well, Intercity. No, inter- Newcastle. That's a yeah. good drive. It's a good weekend drive. Yeah. They, could, they catch them on Sundays. Yeah. Um, but yeah, MC, Caelan uh, Ponga. We like that MCKP. Um, player to watch. This is a this is an interesting one. Actually, just quick before we get into player to watch, what your thoughts on Con- Connor Watson is leaving? Yeah. And I think he's a like he is a he is a great player for the night. So I feel like they're going to miss him. They're definitely going to need Ponga, Pierce, all their key players healthy. Yeah. playing the whole year to their credit you know Pierce he gets a bad rap from a few people that I know but I mean he, he's a good player when he's playing but he seems to have be injured quite a bit over the last couple of seasons like he's yeah. never can really do like almost... picked on some random injuries like he did his peck I think to making the tackle on might have been on your man crush Tarek I think or something like that and he you, you don't want to go in soft on Tarek yeah, he'll, rip, yeah. he'll literally rip your pecks off <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah dude but yeah, I don't know. Look, I like the Knights, and I hope they go well next year. Um, but they're gonna—I feel like they're gonna. There's a hole to fill there with Connor because he's a, he's a good. Hmm. I think was he nine fourteen sort of utility player. Um, yeah, he played. A, he played sort of everywhere. He sort of played. Yeah. He's a good he player. Played fullback at times and thirteen, and came on at hooker and as as a fourteen or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's good. And uh, you play to watch. This is an interesting one. I, I like this. I'll put Dane Gagai. Um, I couldn't really think of anyone else. I mean, obviously, I'll be watching Kalen with interest. Uh, <laughs> but, but but Dane Gagai going back to the Knights, um, who played the majority of his football, I, mm. I believe. Um, I just coming off the grand final loss as well. So, yeah. Yeah, you make a good point there. I fully can't remember him at the Knights, but that's that seems to be where he's done like a lot of his time and shit. He's been around, man. He's one of those he players. Has. He has jumped around a bit. But I can't remember at the Broncos. You know, but he yeah, did play neither. a little bit at the Broncos. It's but crazy. Mostly, I think it was mostly junior grades, but he was definitely there. It's like, how how long has Dane Gago been playing? It's yeah. like he's had a 25-year career. He's actually immortal. So. Yeah, literally he doesn't <laughs> die. Um, but he's good, man. He lifts in the big games. Like, I even thought, you know, he had a good um, a good grand final the other night. Like, yeah. he always lifts in the big games. Yeah. So you he got breaks to, tackles. You've yeah. got to think if the Knights get into some big games, some big, some big fucking wrestle matches, especially if they get into the top eight next year, they're going to really rely on that experience. Um, and look, arguably that could be um, positions aside, but maybe losing, um, you know, Connor and gaining like an old head that's good in big games could be it could be a different thing. So, yeah. um, I think they were sort of if they're all healthy, yeah, they could scrape into the eight. I think. Um, Potentially, though, like I've just got other teams that have made bigger improvements finishing higher. Uh, obviously, one we mentioned last time was the Sharks mm. with all their uh, recruit uh, recruiting that they've done, their new coach and, and so on. Uh, so, I've actually got the Knights finishing. My prediction would be ninth. Don't like even just, make the eight. Just missing out. Um, it's hard. It's getting tight here because I'm trying to I'm trying to cast my mind back to the top, the bottom eight. And like you said last week, I oh, two weeks ago when we fucking did it, you just mentioned the shark there, the sharks. Yeah. And I, I think the sharks are going to make the eight like pretty comfortably this year yeah, with Nico Hines and some of the people they've picked up. Yeah. 
um, Dane Finucane. And yeah, one of these fucking teams, the Knights, the Knights, the Titans, the Knights, one of them's not making it. Yeah, like, for sure. You Potentially know? both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially if the Broncos are red hot with Renault. Broncos are ripping and tearing a red hotness, top four material. But they will be. They got they got fucking uh, premiership winning Kirk Capel. Capel. Yeah. Um, the GOAT, future GOAT, uh, Broncos are more uh, Adam Reynolds. But yeah, so you've got them on ninth. Yeah, that's not very nice, but I think I might go. I'm going to go eighth. They're just going to sc- scrape. Yeah. I, I'm getting, I'm, it's going to be really hard here that we get to the top four, I think. Yeah. Um, Lucky number six, man. The Parramatta Eels. What, can we, say, what can we say about the Eels, man? So the Eels had a pretty good season. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Eels. I don't watch them too closely, <laughs> to be honest. But um, 15 wins, nine losses. They beat the Storm twice. Uh, they yeah, beat, that was probably their highlight of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yep. nearly beat um, Penrith, and that was pretty controversial. And they beat Manly. Things... Did they beat Manly? Did they once? beat Manly? I think they oh, did beat Manly, maybe. but they definitely got flogged by them once. I think as well. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm um, off my fucking go head. Eh? But, but they had they had a, a four game losing streak in a so that was really poor. But then they came back and played pretty well. But in the last ten years, um, they've made the finals four times. So they did have some some dark days in the last decade, and they had two wooden spoons. They've had a big premiership drought, obviously as well. Um, yeah, I didn't even know. Like, would he, are we going back like Jared Hayne and shit? Like, did they win when Jared Hayne was at the club? No, I don't think they did win in 2009. I think they lost to the Storm, but the Storm were then stripped of the title for salary cap breaches. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's no. I'm pretty sure all of their. I'm pretty sure all the premierships have come in the 80s. I think they had four in the 80s, and Sterlo was there. Sterlo. Now that's going back. Yeah. It's gone so far back that even, you know, shout out Sterlo. He's now yeah. retired from commentating. Yeah, he's, that, my fa- he's my favorite too. Yeah, and I'm, a bit, I'm pretty gutted, eh? I'm, yeah. pretty, I'm pretty gutted. Um, I watch his um, weekly, I don't know if you call that the, the weekly rap or Monday rap or whatever it is. Shows on Sunday? No, 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 just his YouTube one he does with one of the other commentators. Um, oh, yeah, one of the girls? No, no. no um, with, his name's Matt something, but... Um, that's one of my favorite things to watch every week is because Sterlo was just so impartial and he's not yeah, very biased, biased and he's not yeah. emotional. He just sort of tells it. He sees things that no one else really sees and yeah, yeah no, he's going to be missed for sure. He was legend. I, I agree. Look, I, I'm, I'm in a Broncos chat, um, which I'm fucking obviously I've mentioned before and, um, no, none of the boys, I'm, then none of them are hot on the eels. Oh, I've never had a problem with the eels, you know, like, um, I don't know why Mitch Moses seems to cop a lot of shit. It, there's mm. these young dudes that are good players that just like they go so hard. I feel like a lot of people can't handle that. Yeah. But I like to see that sort of shit. Um, you know, I, I've got I've got a lot of time for old King Gutho, Clint Gutherson. Yeah. Um, he's just like in you know because he plays for he has played for New South Wales as well. Like he's he's in that period of just like there's a lot of really good fullbacks in the game for New South Wales, so he kind of gets overshadowed a bit. But like, yeah, I I think the Eels are just. I don't know. There's something that they're just not going to get the premiership, but mm. I, I wouldn't mind them to get it, you know, one year for their own sake. You know, we want everyone to win at some point, but fuck man, they're just, they never look like they're going to make their grand final. Like I just don't, I just go, yeah, they're not going to make it. Yeah. Well, one year, it was a few years back, they finished top four and then um, everyone's like, oh yeah, tipping them really high. And then the next year, I think it was 2019. I thought the like they're going to win. Spoon and yeah, yeah. They, they were like, they got the wooden spoon in 2018, so they must have finished top four 2017, I think. They, they was like, I swear to God, I can't remember the nights, but it, yeah, the, the, the fuck, I'm, I'm racing it. I can't think of the years, but it's, uh, yeah, there was like, it was up, and then it was like right down, right and down. then it started coming back up. I think 2019 was a good year, and then going into the COVID year, 2020, was a bit 
they, they still had a pretty good they, year, no, pretty but it was good, a dicey yeah. fucking year because of COVID, you know? So, um, Man Crush. Man Crush. Um, there's probably a couple. I mean, I'm going to go with a big, big back rower here, Ryan Madison, who's a big, good looking boy with a huge fucking body and um, got some big boys. good player as well. No. And then I thought my honorable mention, if I had to mention someone, some teams I'm going to have one crush, some teams are going to have five. But, uh, Regan Campbell Gillard with that big fucking moustache. Yeah, that's the brush cutter, the old womb broom, yeah. Just, like just killing people left, right, and center that moustache. So he's a, he's a good man. player, too. Yeah. Yeah, don't mind that. I, I, look, I'd have to go a bit of King Gutter, you know. I oh, like yeah. him with the new haircut. I didn't like him with the shitty man, but. He's had about seven haircuts this yeah, year. Yeah, dude. He's um he's had a few. I know the Golden Beak Awards, they, they tuned in on the old <laughs> yeah. shit shop. Shit shop. Um, yes. But he had some fucking woeful haircuts, man. I think I had a man bun when I was like. 20 oh you did i did man it was early 20s we got we got some phases you know and i think i did that like 10 years ago why is he doing it now fuck me dad but i i was actually set on doing the man bun thing one day i was watching uh the bulldogs play and rennie mature had a man bun and this is back like 2013 2012 i was like fucking hell he looks all right like a bit of a man crush on rennie and um it hadn't really come in then and then like obviously because a footy player's done it it just it's not a functional it, haircut for a footy player. Like, it's not a functional haircut. You always just see them playing with their hair when they've got a man bun. Like, yeah, like it's pretty camp, you know. Taking like, it out of the bun and putting it back in the bun and, yeah. You know, it's in your eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> See, I think that's why the mullet has a really, like, it works so well for sport because they get it short, nice and short on the top, doesn't get in your eyes. Yeah. But if you still want to have a bit of fun and you can play with it it's at home, it's at the back, front, you know. Yeah, you can just back. fucking stroke it, <laughs> stroke it, you know, just down the back. But, yeah, the man bun, and take it from someone that has had a man bun, it, there's stages to it too. So you go through, you got like a few months of awkwardness when you're trying to bun it up. It's a bit frizzy on the side. Then you get fully into it and you're just going, this is shit. You're a shaved head man. I've had a shaved head. I keep it pretty short. That's a functional haircut. It's it's a good shaved head's good. Mullet yeah. probably just just as fucking good too. Yeah, I think for footy, um, shaved head's not not a bad option. Yeah, not it's too short because if you get split, obviously your, your hair can hold your scalp together. Yeah. Unless you're bald, you can't right. do much about that. You know? Yeah, exactly. I love Blake Ferguson. Yeah, like that. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sh- actually, Fergie, he's gone. He's he's re- yeah yeah. Um, so he'll be finished. That's no more NRL for Fergie. Did you see that um, he wants to play for the Wallabies? Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? I thought he's got to be pushing actual retirement now. He's going, oh, I'm going to jump and fucking play oh, for the Wallabies. I don't know how that works. Eh? I, union, but I'm sure you have to play Union to be eligible to play for the Wallabies. <laughs> I'm sure he'll do a season and get into it. As far as I know, Union's pretty fucking puss at this point. So are the Wallabies. So I don't um, know. I could they? be. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. It could, it's a terrible game. I hate it. We should it. watch it. We should probably watch it one Maybe, day. yeah. <laughs> fuck, maybe. Um it's a good uh, player to watch, um, Isaiah Papali'i. Papali'i, yeah. yeah. So he was a like everyone's saying, the buyer of the year. Um, he sort of just come out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was playing decent for the Warriors, but they let him go, and he just went to another level at the Eels and um, on really, um, really small contract as well, I believe. So um, he got moved around a little bit and did play in the front row um, as well. Mm. Look, to be honest, I probably should have put him in the team of the year. Like I'd sort of forgot about him and had Fafita in there, but if you had my time again, I'd say um, Papali'i would yeah. be in that back row for sure. He, um, he had a re- he did have a really good year, and like you said, if you don't watch a lot of the Eels games, you probably oversee that. But he was pretty fucking crucial. Yeah, just um, lots of tackling, lots of hard runs. Um, he looks big, but he doesn't look like a massive guy. So when they threw him to the front row, I was like, oh, I don't know if he's that big. But then he he definitely. 
played well. He just yeah. yeah they they've got some good players. Uh, Mike Acevo, uh, he's another one that I, I think he's great yeah. to watch. You know, like another one of the flying Fijians. Yeah, he? exactly. Um, Big just, just ball of muscle. Yeah, just built for it. Eh? Balls yeah. and all. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, the Eels. Like like I was saying, you've got them here sitting at your prediction. Number six. I've just got them sitting at six again. Like, six again. Yeah, I don't think they've had, got any real big buys coming in, but I think they'll still be competitive and probably finish in there, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've pretty much retained everybody that I know besides Blake Ferguson. I, they've probably picked up some other younger guys as well. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, six is good. I, I, I don't think they're going to finish that high. I think they're going to make the eight, but I, I think it's going to be seventh or eight. Yeah. I'm, I'm real... I'm real you got about six teams finishing seven. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Turns, it'll come full circle. When we're, <laughs> when, we're, when we're five minutes from the end, it'll come full the circle. Broncos, yeah. I'm not sure with the end, but I just don't think they're going to... Uh, I definitely don't think they're making top four. I just don't think they're making top four. No, nah, so. the teams above, I think, are just... Too good. They too look good. too good this year, unless they all cop some fucking shitful injuries. But a lot of these teams have depth, you know? So, anyway... Um, carry on. On with the show, Jared. So, we've got the Sydney Roosters, who finished fifth... Um, 16 wins, 8 losses, considering the amount of injuries and retirements and ACLs and concussions. They did, you know, amazing. They three retirees, I don't know, of the Morris boys and Cordner. And uh, Jake Friend. Jake Friend, four. Yep. They had yep. four. Man. Um, Keary and Collins both doing ACLs. Yeah. Um, so they blooded a lot of young players. Um, then they had those young players like Suwali also get injured. Yeah. So they, they did Victor amazing. Bradley was out with like quite a... F- Few yeah, weeks with suspension. Victor Radley and my mate Angus Crichton uh, both suspended a fair bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> your mate, he's such a good mate. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, you got to give credit to the Roosters though. I feel like they need a special trophy this year because you know they didn't win far for the, the trilogy. And um, but now for real, they copped like the most amount of injuries besides maybe the Broncos of last year. They they probably copped the most amount of injuries and all retirements altogether ever. Ever. Yeah. And um and they still look pretty good. They finished fifth. Like they look good. Mm. There was a couple of games there you think, fuck, look, they're gonna go here. They've got arguably one of the one of the greatest players in the current game, James Tedesco, as yeah. their captain. And he looks good. He looks like a fucking stand up guy. Actually Up until this year, it was basically James Tedesco is the best player in the world, bar none. Then obviously Tommy Turbo. But how but how fucking short are people's memories, eh? For real. Like people like they, they have no no offense to Turbo. He is great and we'll get to him in a sec. We'll, we'll fucking slice and dice Turbo. But like they finished fourth, one above them. They could hardly hardly match like all the four like the top four of the fucking Sea Eagles. Mate, and he's been gunning it for years, Tedesco. Yeah. You know, yeah. in New South Wales as well. And Turbo has like a really good season. It's like James who? It's like, come on. Yeah. You know? Um, he's... Well, I think James will still be fullback for New South Wales next year and still fullback yeah, you got for, to think he would be. for um, Australia. If Australia has any international matches anytime yeah. soon. But yeah, because obviously because Turbo is so versatile, they can just exactly. slide him in at wing it's or centre. It's such a shit problem for New South Wales to have. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. If someone gets injured, we've only got like another eight fullbacks to pick from. Yeah. They're all like the best ones in the world. Fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I... I, I um. Roosters, you know, salary sombrero, they fucking cop it. Um, but I, I got again, I got no hate against the Roosters. They got they got great depth. They got good players. Um, they've got some like new, like Sam Walker. Obviously, was the guy for them this year that brought a lot of eyes to them. But I think the fact that they just they churned so many players this year and so mm. many really good players like left and retired. Um, 
and got injured and stuff. I mean, it's crazy that they pretty much played the whole year without Luke Keary. You know, yeah, I think he got injured in round three, potentially. Something. I was like watching that. the game when he got fucking injured. I mean, it was it was early yeah. days, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've been such a successful club. Um, so they've made the finals, um, eight times out of the last ten years. So I think they missed out on in twenty, what have been twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, and it was also twenty twelve. So obviously they had two back to back grand final wins in two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen, but. Uh, Trent Robinson took them to the grand final and won in 2013 against Manly as well. So three grand finals in the last 10 years. Uh, absolutely amazing. So the, I've got them, yeah, finishing really highly next year. Um, but firstly, my man crush. Uh, I've got a few. I mean, <laughs> Actually, is, they've got a hot team, eh? They, 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 yeah. And the the funny, like, boys, hot team. Out of all the my friends, I know more people that support the Roosters than anyone else apart from the Broncos. Yeah, I know a few So it's a team supporters. that I just want to fucking beat. No matter what, any time. I don't care how many yeah. people they got injured. I don't care if there's fucking three people on the on the field. The Broncos need to beat them, and they obviously they had that. They, they did. They, they did beat them well, and then had that that one point loss against them where um, Walker. I think it was Walker kicked the field goal. Yeah. Um, on your walks. Yeah, but um, yeah, man crush. I had Adam Kieran in there who played center, but he's a half and was goal kicking as mm. well. Uh, good looking guy. Also, big forward uh, Siwa Takayaho, who is also a goal kicker. Got a bit of a thing for goal kickers. You just wanted to say that name. <laughs> yeah, um, I do. Takayaho. He looks, he's got a real interesting look about him though. Like he, he's Tongan, but he looks kind of like, to me, he kind of looks Native American. He's got this really cool sort of look about him. Oh, tell me more, Jared. Yes, oh. yeah. <laughs> Many um. nights thinking of the big, <laughs> big Tongan forward. Um, and Joey Manu, who's Million Dollar Manu. Um, he's uh, could be a future Broncos immortal. Too. Hey, he could be, yeah. Um, he could be, yeah. As they've, they have not retained him yet, the Roosters. There's, there's, um, there's whiff. There's sniffing. Does he go on the open market in a month's time? And was it first of November or something like um, that? Potentially, I, unless they wrap him up. I've got a, you've got a good, good knowledge, good inside knowledge that the Broncos are, um, they're making a firm, firm play for Joe Manu. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, can't tell you my sources, um, <laughs> yeah. but that's 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 the that's the whiffs I'm getting out of Red Hill. Yeah, right. No, um, I reckon that that kid be a great buy. That he, he correct me wrong, he's the fullback, right? No, he can't play fullback. Well, he plays centre. He can play five eight. They put had him on the wing at times. He's yeah, all over he the shop. But I think they're sort of potentially looking at him for fullback at yeah, Bronx. Yep. Um, which is which is great because I feel like our fullback options are pretty scarce at the moment. But Selwyn Cobo, like to me, that's the guy that they should be putting you know him on the fullback we'll, yeah we'll get, the broncos we'll talk about them another time we'll do a whole dedicated session to the broncos joe manu i don't know look i'm just making up i don't have any inside knowledge obviously i've got a photo on instagram with alfie langer so we're pretty tight but um <laughs> but yeah manu um yeah dude man crushes they they're actually pretty fucking full of it that team um you could I, arguably say yeah teddy's a yeah teddy's a dreamboat i mean he's only 27 um <laughs> he's a greatest player in the world apparently um you know i I'm just i can't even remember who's there you know like there's so many you got Crichton if you're into like, even when half the team is out you look at the team list and you go fuck there's some players in this team that will just they're so good tear shit up they, yeah. yeah you know like they're really good. They're really good. I'll, I'll go with I'll go with uh, sexy Joe Manu just because he's he's a future Broncos goat probably. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they they had look. I know I, you just said that every like people that like you either love loving the Roosters or you hating the Roosters. I I got no issues with the Roosters for a while. Then my dad was a Rooster supporter. I don't know where that came from, but he liked him back in the day. He's Irish, so I don't know. Um, but um, how does that have anything to do? I don't know, man. But it just makes it. Was there got, a Rooster 
Oh, we got straight off the off. boat, um, <laughs> and he thought, you know, this land looks yeah. good, and roosters, Eastern Sydney, you know, East, uh, as they used to be called. Um, but yeah, fuck the roosters. You know what's funny is um, every time there's a roosters home game or whatever, like obviously they half the year they didn't play home games, but um, you know, like the Sydney football stadium or whatever, there'll always be a guy in the fucking crowd, and you'll see it just waving a big Thai flag. And because the colours are the same, I'm like, obviously it's probably cheaper for them just to go and get a tie flag buy a tie like flag. Crazy Clarks or something it's like that. Massive. Yeah. Well, it was a one thing that they got to take from Thailand before they got onto the yeah. fucking, you know. Maybe Mitchell Pierce picked up the tie flag when he was in Thailand doing his rehab from his <laughs> thing, brought it back, and went, hey, make sure this is flying in every game. I don't know. Oh, fuck anyway. yeah. No, the Roosters, um, yeah, play to watch. You've got two here. I've got a combo, I, yeah. I like the way you've done it. So, does Luke Carey play six and Sam Walker seven next year? Obviously, they've got Lockie Lamb and um, Drew Hutchinson who... Just quickly, my man crush, Victor Radley. I'm going to Radley. Oh, really? Looks yeah. like a nice bloke, you know. Even Victor, the Inflictor. Man, the Inflictor's a bit of a thug, but I've seen him. I've got him on Instagram, and he looks like a nice guy. He's into fishing. I'll I, I tell you what, years to come, he's going to blow up, and he's going to be... He's, he looks like he has that much of a good time. I know he's going to become a fat old man. Yeah, That's right. the kind of guy I want to spend my life with. I don't want to. I don't want to be sixty and watching what I eat. You know, he's what a mean? good player and he plays so so far above his weight because he doesn't look like I know he's going to be massive compared to us, but he yeah. doesn't look like a. But he hits counts hard. Doesn't he, he does. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I like about Victor, the yeah. inflictor, um, soon to be like really big when he's older because he yeah. loves fishing and just He'll, hitting the piss. If he you know stays in injury free and doesn't get suspended for just fucking folding people yeah fold some cunt he's got he reads the same you'd imagine his autobiography yeah Yeah. i think that new south wales next year is pretty much just going to be made up of ones and 13s like that's just their whole team (laughs) fucking hell but yeah i hope i hope radley for the roosters sake gets a whole season next year he had a lot of fucking time on the bench this year and In fairness, like there was a couple of like he came in, he got that fucking four or six game ban when he he folded some cunt um, when it was like the magic round, and I think that was like he got heaps for that. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't that bad, but it, you know, yeah, they were fucking pinging everyone for it. But anyway, yeah. um, that's my man crush. You can take the rest and have it. But um, yeah, Sammy Walker and Luke Geary, six and seven. That's good. Two little blokes too. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, walks could probably put on some weight, I guess. Um, it, trust me, Matt, it's not that hard. I'll show you how to put on some weight. It's really not that hard. <laughs> yeah. um, but Luke Keery is just like naturally a smaller dude. Like he's a bit shorter and stuff, but it doesn't yeah. seem to stop him because... He's won three premierships. Dude, and yeah. I, you got to put it to actually Keery and Walker. That That's actually a really cool combo, man, because they're both like quite small. They're fucking elusive. And they're hard as nails, man. They both have taken some severe punishment yeah. over the years. I mean, this was Walker's first season, but how hard he got he copped it this year. He yeah. got hit a few good times. And and Kiri has too. But um Yeah. Um Kiri and Walker. Yeah. So with with everyone, you know, with Lindsay Collins and Kiri coming back and obviously they've blooded all these new people, there's there's big expectations on the Roosters for next year. And I I mean they finished fifth. Um but with the same win-loss record as the team that finished above them, I've got them finishing third in 2022. I think. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I definitely think they go top four next year. If all the players come back and they, they can stay relatively uninjured, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think anyone else is going to retire from that team. Collins was a huge, huge loss for them. Yeah. And same as Queensland too. I mean, as a Queenslander, fuck, we need him back in the side. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, top four for the Roosters. Um, I know there'll be a lot of disgruntled listeners out there, but I think Roosters go top four as well. Yeah, yeah. Three, that's a good one. Lucky number three, that's my, that's my lucky yeah. number. Um, number four. Seagulls, yeah. <sighs> manly, fucking up manly. Um, what a year they've had, man. 16 wins, eight losses. They come off, I think, the majority of those losses were in the first like four or five. They lost their first four games and they yeah. got flogged like for the majority of those. Yeah. And, I might have mentioned this last time, but Cherry Evans came out, the captain, obviously, and he said, all we need is one win. And I was like, you're fucking high, mate. Like, you guys are just that bad. The Queen. Can the Broncos just play now, please? Like, when you're this terrible. And then when Turbo came back and they just went fucking mental. They didn't, they never really beat many of the teams above them on the ladder. Like, they lost to the Storm well, I think twice and lost to Roosters once or twice and were the only team they beat with, like they were sort of fourth and fifth there and that yeah was they flogged the, the Roosters up in the um, the semi I think uh, or was it the, well they the did it was after. like 40 to 6 or yeah, something. yeah yeah. Then that, I think did we watch that game together we did might have yeah yeah um, yeah, man, they they were pretty crazy because like if you look at that first month of footy for them, it was like, oh, these they're fucked. They're absolutely like that was the consensus. They're done. Poor yeah. can fame, you know, like they're fucking done. Um, what a long year it's been because you think back it's then, so it's, long. Tommy, Tommy wasn't playing those games, and they had Dylan Walker at fullback. Oh man, um, for a lot of that, and maybe shifted him to center a bit, and had Ruben Garrick at fullback, and they were just playing around with things and didn't really know what they were doing. But. Yeah, they were really trying some stuff out, and then you know Turbo came back from his injury, and wow, I mean he, oh, he we won the Dalian, so he cemented himself as arguably the greatest player of the year. Yeah, and then. How many other players did he did he take along with him that just looked amazing? My my man crush. I'm going to jump ahead here, but yeah, my right. man crush, Ruben Garrick. Yeah, yeah. He is. Oh, hang on, someone else. <laughs> someone else is a fan. Um, quite a quite but a. But nice, suddenly a new contender emerges. Wow, this is nice. I like this. But yeah, like the, it's crazy that like Turbo looked amazing. Seriously, you cannot knock him. Like fucking manly New South Wales love hate aside. He is seriously the greatest player of this mm. year. Um, but the other players that just stood up, you know, like Ruben Garrick, he looked unreal. I mean, the amount of points he scored and his kicking game, you're a fan of the kickers. Yeah. Seriously he, cool. Well, highest point scorer for the year. I think he broke the record in a, for a normal season, excluding finals for most points scored in the season. Is that correct? Yeah, Something that was. silly like that. The, the, the fucking crazy stat was that he... Um, he scored more points than the Bulldogs. The bull, he on his own, he scored more points than the Bulldogs did the whole season. That's oh, insane. fucking useless back of dogs, eh? <laughs> yeah. um, but seriously, like that was amazing. Um, Jason Saab was another one. He looked yeah. amazing. He, well, he, they they finished with three out of the top five for highest try scorers. When they put points on, they put points on. Yeah, like, that yeah. wasn't a thing. And and it, you just think once they tidy up and can you know beat yeah. the Panthers, the Rabbitohs, the Storms, the Ro- you know well they did beat the Roosters. Um, that's like okay, hmm. they're going to be a force to reckon with. You yeah. Know? Um, it was interesting too to see them because they almost they look so good. It was crazy disparity. They look so good with the teams that they beat, and then the teams that they didn't beat, they just look sort of almost like run off their feet they just yeah. didn't look good the team's really shut it was almost like the game plan was like just fucking shut down turbo yeah and the rest of the team will yeah just the storm crumble. did that and so it well kind of looked like that in too. That first week of finals i think it was yeah yeah um but yeah so they had what yeah same win losses uh, uh roosters 16 wins eight losses um they played finals six times in the last 10 years last premiership was just over that in 2011 against the warriors 
Um, yeah, Man Crush, probably, yeah, like I said, Ruben Garrick is, is mine. I've got a little bit of an honorable mention to Morgan Harper, who looks like he's from the 70s with his jerry curl afro and his fucking mo. He's just got this cool sort of look going on. And You know who he looks like? He looks like Johnny Ward, the porn star. John <laughs> I don't know who that is. He does. Or he looks like Howard Stern um, from the 70s. I swear to God, man, look up Johnny Ward, yeah. a.k.a. John Holmes, the porn star. Yeah. Um, he, he had like the, one of the biggest dicks in porn. Yeah, oh, that's that was his claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. It's like a thirteen-inch dragon, um, a big lap hog. But um, he was great. He was another great player. Yeah. Um, seriously, like shout out Manly. They um, wow, they had a, just a really good season there at the end. Um, it was crazy um, how good they they come. It's yeah. just the fact that they couldn't beat that top four, and people still sort of wrote them off. But I mean, like that's sport, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that they've they, it'll take them another two or three years to really fucking cement their place, like in in history. And they, you know, they Turbo is one of these guys. I think if if he stays uninjured, looks amazing. But if he's mm. injured, then like he's gone. You know, what I mean? and he was injured a lot last year, the whole first yeah. month of this year. Yeah. And that was kind of the thing for like the next like eight rounds after he came back. It was like, don't lose Turbo. Yeah. We can't lose Turbo. Like yeah. he's the linchpin. Keep of this those team. hammies good. <clears throat> um, no well, off field off uh what do they call it um incidents or anything like that in yeah. the kitchen or slipping over whatever it was there <laughs> yeah dude but he looks like a, he looks like a top bloke like in and out of the game because like he just doesn't look like a guy like you trust him with your mother like i feel yeah. like he just is something about him. he's a goofy looking dude he's big and tall and yeah it just doesn't he yeah. popped up on my linkedin the other day the full business dude he was just like he's a part owner in some financial yeah, thing and yeah. i was just like god this smart guy. guy apparently yeah yeah very smart man um, um well, he's he's our he's my player to watch for next year. I, I probably couldn't think of anyone else, um, just because obviously the season he's had this year and just man, I, now I just want to tune in and watch Manly play every every week. They, you know, next year because the shit that he can do straight up, man. They were the, the my favorite game of the year. I don't know it was a bit of a whitewash, but like one of the favorite games I saw in terms of highlights was was Manly and the Cowboys game. Oh yeah, dude. that had the try of the year in it dude, as well. Yeah, that that was just amazing. Like that was a highlight reel in itself. That game, but yeah, um, yeah, for me it's crazy because I think they've got about four or five players to watch outside of like Turbo. You've got like Ruben, you've got Morgan, I feel like you've got Brad Parker's up there. Um, you've got, well, A. Schuster. Like they've got some really good players. Mm. They just need to fucking all compete when Turbo's not there or when the going gets tough. They need yeah. to fucking just dig a bit deeper. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to pick. For me, like I'd just like to see what fucking... I'm, I'm calling out Ruben Garrick highest, highest try scorer and point scorer of the of the game next year. Highest try scorer? Sorry, point scorer. Point scorer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, yeah, kicking those goals, yeah. Mm. But yeah, he, he did, scored he did a, finish I, up. I'm going to say try scorer. There you go. Yeah, right. Well, he did score a lot of tries. He did. Um, he yeah. got a lot of, he, and he scored a few hat-tricks this year. Yeah. Even Turbo did too. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, it's hard to pick a player to watch there because there was like four or five that looked really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you sort of didn't notice the ones that you didn't need to notice. <laughs> um, I've got them... Oh, it's a tough one. I, I, like, even though that's going to be so exciting to watch next year, I think that the Roosters coming back into the four, that might push them out to fifth. So that's my predicted finish for them next year. Man, I, I'm going to... I don't know. Look, Broncos aside, because I don't want to fucking jinx anything. Um I think they're going to finish higher than fourth, the Eagles. I think they're going to get right up there next year. I actually think they could make the premiership next year. Like, as in, like, they make the grand final. I don't think they win the grand they final. They definitely could. Yeah, yeah. I, I, really, and, yeah. I really think they tighten up their fucking loose ends um, and they can compete against the likes of the Rabbits, Panthers, and Storm. 
We'll get to the Rabbitohs next, but I feel like this is where it's going to change a lot in the top eight for me, uh, top four for me personally. But I'm going, yeah. I'm going Seagulls, like number two. Yeah, like I think they're right. I think they play grand final. Yeah, actually. right. Okay, I'm saying it. I'm calling it. Fuck it. Yeah. Um. So you're going fifth. I'm going second. Okay. Cool. That is huge. Fuck. I've got some Broncos bro- first. Bro- yeah, it's a good, <laughs> probably a Broncos Seagulls final actually. Um, sixty nil. Um, <laughs> um, the runners up, but. Uh, the runners up, but they finished third on the ladder. The uh, the mighty Rabbitohs. Yeah, South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, Twenty wins, only four losses. Good. They got towed up by uh, the Storm Panthers in Bathurst, and yeah. I think uh, the Storm at one stage and lost to the Panthers again in the regular season. I can't remember what their other loss was, to be honest. They had four. They I think and two of those games were fifty plus fifty points. Yeah. So, it was so that record shocking. stays. That whole yeah. hey, if you concede more than 50 points in the regular season you can't win the premiership well they came within two points of, of breaking that record yeah uh, and then moment. it would be oh no team that's conceded more than 60 points you know would be the new record 60 is in your 50 though anyway yeah. <laughs> but um seven finals the last 10 years uh one grand final uh in the last 10 years which was in 2014 obviously they've got the most titles overall being a foundation club um They've got a few man crushes as well. I've got um, Cam Murray, who I think is just everyone's man crush yeah, in I mean, fucking general. Like if, if old if old off bloke in a bar's in the game, he, <laughs> yeah. just, he just loves him, mate. I think he won their, their arousal award th- three years in a row. Yeah, something like yeah, that. He's That's pretty good it. looking. He's just got that classic like frat boy hair too. Always looks wet. Always just looks perfect. <laughs> and it's like, how do you do that? Like, is it constantly wet? He, he sort of looks like boyish. And then, like, like he's not that big. And then you see him next to the trainer. Yeah. And you go, fucking hell, this he's guy is dude. massive. He, but, he, but he's another one of those players for me that just looks like he's, like, built like a brick shit house. Yeah. Like, like, spiritually. Yeah. Like, he's ripping and tearing and no one's taking him apart. Um, yeah, he's my man crush, too. And he's another 13. Like, in, like said, New South Wales, they're going to have him and um, Jake Trebojevic and fucking Isaiah Yo And that's maybe Dale Finucane. They've got four potential... You know, they've got a lot of options eh? they've got it. a lot of options yeah. I think Cam Murray correct me if I'm wrong is he going to be the captain next year oh yeah I mean I think there's talk of him being the captain with Adam Reynolds leaving I could, yeah potentially I, yeah, could be, yeah. I, I don't know if that's a legit thing but I'm trying, I'm running through my head thinking who else is the captain well they had and I think um, it's Cam Murray they had yeah most likely they had um, uh, one of the, the forwards I can't remember his name he captained the team um, for a game this year, maybe Renault was out for that game. Um, oh. I can't think, Kay, but I, I, I feel like he's going to be the captain next year. Mm. I know he's still quite young, but not, I don't know. Not oh, really. he could definitely do he it. He could do it. Yeah, yeah. He's unreal. Um, this is another interesting player to watch up. I'm, I'm glad you fucking go so hard on these notes because I would have forgot this. Yeah. Um, this is a good player to watch. You've got two here. We've got two with question marks. Yeah, uh, Anthony Milford going potentially going there like he's signed. But obviously, with that off-field drama, there's a bit of um, a bit of domestic violence. I don't know what that's what, about. What eh? happens, obviously, if that goes before the courts and the Rabbitohs, you know, say, "Oh, yeah, nah, whatever." Contract might come into whatever. But if he does end up going and playing there, then is he playing six or seven? Um, and then Cody Walker, it's just like, well, he's another player because that's all hinging on that. Because Cody plays six. Cody plays six, and he's just such a good running game. He has an amazing season, most tries in a season. I think he yeah. broke the record for that. You can't get rid of Walker, eh, to, to replace him with, like, Milf. But does Milf No, exactly, seven? but you you also don't want to take away Walker's running game and his strength of just... Yeah, I mean, that that, that uh, try of his in the 
grand final was just a great try. Just he stepped a player or two, he palmed Cleary off and just ran forty meters to score a solo try. It was amazing. Um he's been doing that all year. It's it's so. interesting it's interesting predicament that the Rabbitohs are in. I don't know, predicament might be not the right word, but they've I don't know the guy's name, but there's a young sort of half back that they've they're trying to bleed in. So I feel like it could be a mix of the young guy with whatever his name is, I'm not sure. And if Milf goes to the club, maybe they sort of do a 50-50 type situation well, or one of them starts and, you know, kind of yeah. like... Yeah, the young guy you're thinking of, I can't... His name escapes me, but the other guy that is earmarked is Blake Tuff, obviously, who played... Tough, yeah, that, yeah. ...fullback, but there was also another potential young because, uh, halfback Because Luttrell's as well. out and then he comes back in. Yeah, so Luttrell's suspended for a few matches at the start of the next year, so they need someone playing fullback. But um, Blake Tuff is actually a halfback, so um, him as a young guy alongside... Cody Walker, that could work. And Milf could fill that 14 role that Benji was filling. And obviously, Benji's just announced his retirement the last day or yeah. two. So, Milford coming on and just being like, hey, you're not burdened with managing 80 minutes. You're coming on kind of like Dylan Walker does with um, with Manly, just coming on to just give us some spark, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad forwards. problem for them to have. Like, they want to have options. Like, that's what any yeah. team wants. You want to have options and a bit of depth. It's just that Milf's come off, like, arguably a pretty last rough few years at the Bronx. But I but think he's going to have a in his diff- last few games of his he's potential. He's dynamite when he, can, when he needs to be. Yeah. Well, when he wants to be. Yeah. And, uh, look, I think... I think the Rabbitohs, I feel like, are really... They're hard to him to pick for next year because they've lost Reynolds. They've lost... Um, well, they've lost Gagai. One. They've lost Gagai. Jaden Sewer. They've lost Jaden Sewer, which, yeah. So you've got fucking. And obviously, Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett is huge for the coaching thing. He's one of the yeah. greatest coaches of all time. Who knows where he's fucking going? He's earmarked, apparently, for this whole Redcliffe Dolphins mm. fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know who the coach is, and they've got three or four players that are gone. So they've got some key position players that are gone too. When you think who's the kicker too? So they've probably got. The kicker's not going to be. As good as Reynolds, you'd like to think. Yeah, he's, Reynolds is a gun. Yeah, he is a gun. I think they had. Was it? I think Taff was kicking. He kicked week. in that the preliminary final, the one before the grand final, because yeah. Reynolds had his groin injury. But um, I think he missed a few. I mean, yeah. that was the game they towed up Manly, so it didn't even matter. It's hard to end. measure off one game, too. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, so they've got you know a new seven coming in. They've got some options there, at sort of six and seven. Then they've got the new coach. When uh, they got a new captain. They've got a new kicker. So they've got a lot of key changes yeah. in their team. So um, I feel like, I, I, I don't know, I, I think they make the eight, but I think they're, I think they're not making the four. I just can't, yeah. I just can't see I, them. Look, I've got them finishing fourth. I'm being optimistic here because, and I'm, I sort of want it to, I, I, I'm not a big South fan, but I want them to go well, and I wanted them to win the grand final, obviously with Reynolds coming. But like I said, I'm, I'm happy that I'm, it's fine that the Panthers won, whatever. <laughs> but um, I'm not bitter about it at all. No, but what I what I really want to see is the club be successful because Bennett's come to the Rabbitohs, got kicked out of the Broncos. You know, he was our great fucking coach. How many how many premierships did he did we get with Bennett? Like, was it five or six? I can't remember. Yeah, and then half a dozen. I think he had Jason Demetrio. We'll just say call him JD because that's where he goes by. Um, under him at the Broncos, and when see when they did the Seabold swap, he came in. Uh, he went, sort of went with Bennett, but they they did hire him, but but Bennett had his succession plan in place, and like I'm going to be here for say I think it was three years, and then I'm handing the reins over to JD. Um, 
I want them to be successful because I want that format to work because I think that that's something that we need in the NRL is like succession plans mm-hmm. where instead of, hey, you, you act, you're performing really poorly, you're out the door and let's just grab whatever coach we can. When was the last time we saw a coach hand over the reins to their assistant? Yeah. You know, and, and willing, it and that was the plan happen. from the start of their contract it was three years, but... I can't remember the last time that happened. It's always been... So is he, is he the plan? Like JD goes in to be the, the full yeah, coach? Yeah, that, that, that's and the plan. that's been the plan from, from day one when Because that doesn't really happen a hell of a lot. It, I can't remember the last time it ever happened. And you know, the next time you probably see it happen is maybe when um, Bellamy from the Storm decides to step away and he's got a succession plan there for saying, this is a person that I'm bringing up to, to... that I've been mentoring in this role that's been an assistant. That has a potential to happen there, for instance. Mm. But... You, you sort of want it to work because the coach is under so much pressure that... It's a lot um, of pressure, especially to fill in after, like, the likes of Wayne Bennett. Yeah, And yeah. you know what? Like, historically, he doesn't... Well, not him. It's not his fault, I guess. It's what it is. But teams definitely don't fare as well once he leaves. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Rabbitohs are, I think, in for a, a rougher year next year. But, like, for good reason, you know what I mean? There's some there's some pretty big key changes. I, I honestly think they... I don't know. I'm gonna have to look at the whole fucking league again, like the yeah. whole the whole comp. But I think they end up like six. I'm I'm being optimistic. I'm gonna say fourth. Um, I think that yeah, like I said, the Roosters. I think will pip them a little bit next year with a full strength squad. But I'm gonna still optimistically tip them for top four. Wildly optimistic. That is wildly optimistic. But I like it. You <laughs> it's know, outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> um, mate, two two. Uh, Two left, the mighty Penrith Panthers. They finished second on the table, but of course they took the fucking grand final out and they took yep. it out in a nice way. It was good. I was, uh, like I said at the start of the potty, I was happy. Look, I think I had put my money on the Rabbitohs, but I didn't give a shit if the Panthers won. And they looked good. And I was happy that they won in the end. I was pretty stoked. I was almost ready to jump online and order Panthers jersey. That's how stoked it was. <laughs> Maybe we could have been the beer talking. Just order a carton of oak milk. Oak milk, yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. I wouldn't leave the toilet, eh? Um, 21 wins, three losses. Still a pretty fucking shit hot year. Um, well, they finished, yeah, they finished at the top of the ladder, I think, last year. Is that correct? They finished first. Yeah, well, they did, and they lost, lost the grand, grand final. final. Yeah. So the top two teams have been the top two teams for the eh? last two years, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, they've yeah twenty one wins, three losses, won the big dance. Um, they've played six final, uh oh, six final series, I should say, or they've played six finals in the last ten years, I think, something like that. Um, obviously, they? first grand final since I think it was two. They've always made the eight though in the last ten years, right? Except that no, salary. no, six, six times in the last ten years they've made the eight. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. I thought it would have been like almost like every year. You just remember them being there every year. That's what I feel like. Um, yeah, they've had a couple of years where they've ended up sort of around the 12th-ish. Mm. But interesting, you know, on that, and before we get to the last team, I thought this was really interesting when I was doing all this, putting it all together. Oh, sorry, I'm fucking looking at the Storm here. Eh? What a fuck Yeah, with. the Storm, yeah. 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 Uh, not the Panthers, um, yeah. yeah. You're right, sorry. What a fuck with. So, looking, at, we're just looking at your recent history, last 10 years. Um, six of these top eight teams, so... Excluding the Storm and the Rabbitohs, the other six teams, so Panthers, Seagulls, Roosters, Eels, Knights, and Titans, over the course of the last 10 years have either finished last and gotten the wooden spoon or finished second last, um, which is crazy. Yeah. So it just shows you how quickly things can turn around. Yeah, exactly. As a Broncos fan, that's delicious to hear. Yeah. Um, they've been pretty, I think before this, their last round final was 2003. 
is going back. Last grand final win, I think, was 2003. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. This is their third, I think, in their history. So, um, so, they, so they've done all right. Two from four, two from three. Is that right? Or was it two from four? Because um, they've won two. Something like that. Yeah, yeah doesn't matter. I think, the, 20, I think their 1991 grand final, the, the previous year they lost to the Raiders or something like that and then won the next year after. Yeah, yeah. So kind um, of like in a repeat of history, they lose one year in a grand final and win the next. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Um, they look they look really good this year. Um, I sort of didn't write them off, but I, there was when they had a few players out in the Blues team and then... They looked a bit dicey there, but they probably again all young players. They probably needed to like actually go through those losses at that time. Yeah, get those you know the 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 Burtons, the Nadens, the Fisher Harrises like prepped up for finals footy, and that was a good time to get the Cleary, the Luais, the Tottos out, the big names out, and mm. then let them go. And man, I tell you what though, it really did show the depth. Um, I know they lost, but I feel like it showed the depth of like the Panthers team. Um, I know they've lost like Matt Burton to the Dogs next year, which is a fucking great buy for the Dogs because he was great. Yeah. Um, M center of the year. Yeah. Playing out of position as well. It's it's um it's wild. They're in for a pretty um I think they're in for a fucking good year next mm. year. It's it, I even could see them going back to back. That's wild, but yeah. like injuries aside, back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Pennies, but well, obviously Broncos. Like something's yeah. really bad is yeah. going to happen for the Broncos. Not no, they'd, they'd definitely be up there as favourites with the Storm. I think um, for the Premiership next year. Um, man it's, crush. Oh, I actually had a good stalk of this this dude on Instagram last night. So yeah, I, I got a bit like I think Scott Sorensen, bit of a hot boy. Oh, it's a double um, double, um, double weird one you've got here actually. Honorable mention. I just had to go kick out his um, fucking hair. That is just quite, hilarious. I tell you what, the disparity between Sorensen and kick out, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's um it's th- all over the shop. I here, think mate. I like kick out just as this like rampaging player that just just tramples over people. Um, you've got an interesting. You, there's some you like the really hot boys, and then you like this some guy that will just fucking manhandle. And just the ones back. that are just, just like really you. exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just pummel you, and they have haircuts. So just like they've clearly got no mirrors in the house. Um, but yeah, kick guy. Um, yeah, I'll have to back you up on Scott Sorensen. He's pretty fucking. Deadly. He's an interesting looking dude. Like he's got. He's I, jacked, I, I, man. I don't know if he's white or not. Like he's the most tanned white he's person tanned. I've ever seen. No, he's definitely he's tanned. White. With yeah. the name like, with like Scott. With blue eyes or, yeah. or some, some sort of... Anyway, really it, good looking guy. Sorensen. That, that's probably fucking Danish or some shit. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, okay, I hope that I run into him on the coast. Well, actually on the Panthers. I, I mentioned it to you earlier, but managed to meet Stephen Crichton yesterday. Dude, was, you've got more friends in the NRL than exciting like, I've got underpants now. I like the fact that I've been able to meet all these NRL players just randomly. Like... None of them been in NRL situations. So in the last few weeks, it's been, yeah, uh, Stephen Crichton. So I had a bit of a quick chat to him about his grand final try, which is, he was really nice. He's still really he, tall. Really he's still tall wrapped guy. on it, obviously. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll have to hear about it again. He's a big boy. Like, he's six yeah. foot four. And I was like, holy crap, this guy's tall. But yeah, um, Josh Adokar was a big meet. Um, Angus Crichton. Obviously, we had Kalen in the Yeah, you've met some big names. Yeah. And mm. well, that's the thing is, most of them have been. Um, like premiership winners. The last twelve months, they've also had like Nelson to Sofa Solomona, um, Cam Smith, um, just in random situations. You met Cam Smith. Time. I don't even know if I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Cammy. just briefly said hello to him. Yeah, yeah. got yeah. your book. You got his book signed at Dimmix, didn't you? No, no. I waited in line for an no, hour. No, no. He was he was looking at something, and I came up and said hello to him, and yeah. Ca- Cameron? Yeah. <laughs> Billy Slater? Are you I, Billy Slater? <laughs> I, knew what, I knew you looked familiar. Can you sign my book? Yeah. Um, I carry around with it all the time. Are you time. Darren <laughs> I got your photo when I lock it. Um, yeah, fuck, man. Um, 
yeah, the pennies. Uh, well, they're up here at the moment on the coast, so that's how I obviously managed to run into them. But yeah, just yeah, yeah. I'll have to go hunt, man. I'm just stuck in this office. Hey, KTCHQ, just trying to bring the world's greatest content to you guys. <laughs> um, such a fucking man of the people. I don't even get out there with the people. Um, player to watch. You've got Nathan Cleary, and what was the theory behind that? What was the theory behind Cleary? The theory behind Cleary, <laughs> I guess, is um, to see if he can go up to that other level. Obviously, Clive Churchill winner. Mm. Um, He's, you know, two years in a row where he's been pretty much, hey, you're in the top two for Dally M sort of thing. Um, obviously, Turbo took it out this year and uh, Jack White in the year before when Cleary was actually eligible and most people thought he would win it. Um, but yeah, you know, can he take them to another grand final? Can he, um, you know, pick up the Dally M and just be really consistent? Obviously, he's going to be really good in, in origin um, for New South Wales if he's fit and healthy. Yeah. And also, like, does he, does he take... DCE spot as seven for Australia if they play international games. Obviously, the World Cup's been postponed until yeah. the end of next year now, I believe. That's a yeah, that that's a good call. Um, oh, yeah, look, DCE, whatever, no hard feelings. But for me, I'd, I'd put Nathan Cleary. You'd play in Cleary for you, sure. You'd, you'd try it, man. I mean, yeah. you've got to think that like DCE is probably getting to the not the. He's in the later part of his career where yeah. Cleary's sort of coming into the middle of his career in yeah. a way, um, or even still at the start of it because he's still quite young. I don't even know the age of DCE, but you've got to think he's probably later 20s. Oh, yeah, I thought it'd be 30. I mean... It's hard to know with these players. So I thought it, Josh Adekar was fucking old, and you're like, oh, he's 26. Yeah. Like, I'm 32, you're well, well, DCE played in the grand final in 2011. Yeah, so that's so, going back. So he's yeah, getting he's old. been around for a while. I yeah. need to know. I need to know. We'll we'll, we'll come back. Balls and all, we'll talk about this. Um, plenty of content coming next year. Um, but for real, yeah, Nathan Cleary. Uh, that's that's probably a good player to watch. Yeah, I think um, he had a great year, obviously this year. So it will be interesting to see him what he can do next year because he he almost like if he can back it up, it's sort of cementing him as like, hey, this yeah. this kid's fucking pretty pretty. He's, he's a really good player. I just it, I just fucking hate that he plays for New South Wales. Yeah, me too. That's so well, and that's why I didn't really want the Panthers to go well because they'll tail up the Broncos. But um, yeah, his I, kicking game went to a um, another level this year. I thought too, and they were the most defensive team in the comp. So that that says something. They can yeah. shut players down from scoring points. His, you know, his kicking game won them that grand final. Well, not won them. Obviously, the whole it's a whole team effort. But yeah, it he, was fucking crucial. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, yeah, I like that player to watch. I can't think of if they got any new recruits. They probably did. They've lost Kate Well to the mighty Broncos. So I'm keen to see Kate Well and Burton and Burton. Yeah, Burton's um, gone to the shut, uh, dogs as well. He's gone to the doggies as well so brett naden dogs have pretty much just picked up 48 new players yeah. as far as i know <laughs> yeah. um i don't know they've got they're wearing the sailor sombrero this year yeah um but yeah look i think i oh, i don't want to say it broncos are signed panthers could could be sh- back to back i i think you actually could be a panly see panly fuck man get, send me the bed, <laughs> hey. get me another beer now it could be a panthers v manly grand final mm. that's kind of what i'm predicting um Let's carry on. Let's finish. All right. The mighty... Let's wrap up the wrap. Ma- uh, uh, Top eight wrap. Melbourne Storm, a.k.a. Sunshine Coast Storm. Yes. Uh, they're, they're Sunny Coast favourites. Yeah. Um, playing out of Noosa for the last... They love it, eh? They just playing fucking out of Noosa, playing out of the fucking bags of cocaine. They love it. <laughs> oh, too soon. Nah, shout out. We've all, we all love a good bag from time to time. It's the off season. Fucking let your hair down. It wasn't cocaine. It was white powder. You just got to remember that. They probably were well. in Spirit House, man, just baking. <laughs> yeah. they, they, you know, got some flour. Baking soda is really good for lots of different things. <laughs> yeah. Um, rule, rule of thumb, don't get the fucking camera and social media out of these yeah. private events. You've got to be thinking, I mean, I know they've, if it is 
illicit substance they've done the wrong thing and so their blame does have to rest with them but you'll be thinking who the fuck is filming this and putting it out yeah who is this why don't we invite him yeah totally unless it was their house or something it was their ring security camera but um, <laughs> oh shit! I forgot this was off. Yeah. Broadcasting to the world. Um, um, Twenty-one wins, three losses. They finished at the top of the table. Had an amazing year. They lost twice against the Eels and once against the Panthers. With Kikau, my man crush, uh, saving a try from Justin Olam in the last seconds of the game early in the season. I think it was round two. Went on a crazy big fucking. That was when we pumped him on the fucking. Or did you catch him? Or was no, he, he sort of caught him. him. I think he was just ended up underneath the ball and. Olam ended up over the trial line, I think, but he held him up, held up the ball as well. Balls and all. Balls and all, yeah. Um, all three of them. And um, so they have played the finals every year for the last 10 years. I was looking at the wrong stat um, before. When we, if anyone listening, I was talking about the Panthers and I was looking yeah. at the Storm stats. So but they're that- the only team in this top eight that has played finals every year for the last decade. Uh, three grand final wins, 2012 against the Doggies. 2017 against the Cowboys, where they towed them up, and 2020 against the Panthers, which was that close game. Um, and with the way they bowed out, like the interesting thing is, like, there's only one winner out of 16 teams, and you go, well, you know, eight teams made the finals, yeah, but the, the team that came second loses by two points, and they're just fucking heartbroken. Mm. The team that bowed out the week before, the Storm, They've just had the most dominant 10 years we've ever seen in rugby league history, pretty much, and one of the most dominant years ever. But because they don't make the grand final or win the grand final, they're just filthy with themselves. Yeah. You know, but they've got to give themselves a pat on the back for how oh, well dude. they've done. They're such a good team, and they've won so many games this year when they honestly, they they just looked a bit tired this year, I thought, in a lot of in a lot of games. They, they pumped like, remember they had that fucking, I think they were the highest margin this year when they bashed the West Tigers by like 60 points or something. something yeah. um, that was at Sunny Coast Stadium. But yeah. so many games that they won this year, they just almost looked like they were tired and they were still winning. Yeah. Um, so I think, look, it was probably good the way that they lost against the Panthers, you know. Um, and again, we didn't predict that, but that, that's what happened. And I think next year that, that'll be, okay, cool. We, we Whatever we fucking were going wrong, like we got to fix it up and we're going to yeah. get back to it. I mean... They've lost a few good players, but they've they've still got some really fucking good players that have come through. I they mean, have, yeah. Um, yep. They've got like, like the greatest hookers in the game. They've got arguably one of the greatest fullbacks in the game. Well, they had some depth there. They had two of them this year. They've, mm. they've lost Nico Hines, but you know you've got Ryan Papp. Um, man, they're just a great team. It's it's really hard to it's hard to look at the Storm and go, I can't see them not in the top four. Yeah. Let alone not even in the top like. They're in the top two. two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to, to go, oh, they're not going to make the grand final or they're not even going to make the prelims. Mm. Like that's almost crazy talk. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, for this year, my man crush, uh, this is an easy one. This is a fucking easy one for me. Is Nico Hines. Wow. Yeah, he's he seems just, like a top bloke, eh? Yeah, yeah. He really seems- good player, really exciting, laying on tries everywhere. Good looking guy. Got the long hair. Got the Heath Ledger look going on. He did look um, a bit heathy. Yeah, loves yeah. to surf and oh. he's got a good story. He he had an interview with um, Maddie Johns about sort of his rugby league history and his his family past and everything where he's come from and um, yeah. So there was pretty much no one else I could think of 
as as a man crush for that team, to be honest. I mean, what are you, who are you thinking? Man, I'll, I like Nico. I'll back you up there. I'm a big fan of Ryan Pappenhausen as well. I yeah, like the yeah. mullet. He's, he's got the best <laughs> mullet in the game. The shit chop. The shit chop. He's a skinny one. I like the, I don't mind the, the skinny sort of lean boys. Uh, well, Nico's pretty lean too. But um, yeah, Ryan Pat for me and Nico Hines, dual fullback combo. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good pick. I'm, I'm, I'm. Tell you what, I'm still filthy at the Broncos that they lowballed him, and he's off yeah. to the uh, Sharks. I, I thought for sure, a certain thing, the Broncos go in. I thought with yeah. a big fucking money, like half a mil a season for three years, <sighs> and easily tie me, him man. up. Don't even remind me they <laughs> fucked it so and, uh, bad. How much did they lowball him with? Like three hundred thousand. Yeah, like three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, if you just he, he stepped in in the greatest team. I know they've got depth in the storm and things like that, you know. But yeah. fuck me dead. How many how many players have the Broncos paid absolute overs for over yeah. the last ten years? Yeah. And then they go, oh, this guy's looking really good. We'll just see what we got here in our back fucking pocket. Yeah. Give me a break, hey. The worst thing, one of the worst things the Broncos have done all year. Yeah. And they've done a fucking, they've done a lot. fucking fair few. <laughs> what eh? do they blokes say? Bed shit of the year goes to the Broncos. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so eh? many bed shits. Um, we lost a lot of good players. We have got a lot of good players coming, but yeah, that was that was a dumb fucking stunt on the Broncos' behalf. But nevertheless, Hines is off to um, the Sharks. Exactly. So to add, to add insult to injury, what we we're just saying though, with mm-hmm. my player to watch is Xavier Coates. Um, now, based on what's happened in the last few weeks with Munster, and there's going to be some other players to watch Ooh. as well. But Xavier, I think purely from he goes into the Storm system, so to speak, and. Um, takes probably Adokar's place on that on that wing. Yeah, you'd have to think. Um, and we'll just do really good things there, and we'll probably be amazing for for Queensland come Origin time as well. Yeah, it's good for Queensland. Yeah, and I, you know, to his credit too, it, it was obviously like he he's going into a team that's got the best system, a lot of the best players, the best record of the last ten years, and the best coach. Yeah. seriously, the best coach of probably NRL like history almost. Um, how could he not perform? Yeah. Unless he gets injured and he's out, how can he not look good? Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck. He, if he doesn't look good, he's not good. One of the things that he struggled with a bit was such a big guy. And he his first game that he ever played, I think it was last year, and he, he scored a really good try against the Sharks. Mm. Caught the high ball and just... But then they just went, it let's never just came kick... Back. It, it, it almost never came back. They just went, let's just kick to Xavier. And he, and he, he dropped the ball every, every fucking time, it seemed. And I think if he gets some really good coaching down there with the AFL teams, which the Storm will do, they'll integrate in there. Um, if he starts just catching high percentage of those yeah. those high balls, they put up eighty percent. You know what, what I then think? Then they're scoring tries for fun. Then yeah, like we've never played the game. Evidently, we're just some fucking armchair <laughs> critics. But um, it's like you know when you you go and do something and then you hurt yourself and then you're like I've got to do it again. But like you're just like you're not in. You're not all in. Yeah. He's obviously hurt himself at some point. This is my my two cents, and and he's and he goes in, but he's not all in. Like you're like, oh, he's backing out of the he's backing out of the catch in the air before he's even in the air, and that's kind of what it looked like. But yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited for Coates to go to Storm for his own career. Yeah. I think that'll look sick, and it's crazy too because he's got big shoes to fill. Um, in Josh Addo car, like yeah. a f- fellow fucking speedster. So let's trot your best mate, Josh yeah. Addo. Six Fox. six tries in a game this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's trot, baby, and. Yeah, six tries in the game. I would forget. You got your mate. Um, but it's crazy, right? So it's pretty mental. Um, I think 
I think some of the key players of the Storm, like where I think they need to fucking dig a bit deeper next year. Um, well, Brandon Smith is a great player, but he seems to get injured quite a bit, and they've got a bit he of a... He just goes so hard. He goes so hard. He, he knocks gets, himself out in every he, tackle, just about. Yeah, he's like he's on, and then he's off. He's on, he's off, he's off. They've got Harry Grant there for backup, which is great. He's had his fair share of injuries too early on in his career, but we need him healthy because we need him on the fucking Queensland team. Yeah. Um, it's crazy though, but I feel like that. Yeah, something needs to change in Brandon Smith's game, so just keep him a bit like healthier because yeah. he is really fucking good when he's on the team. Their um their bench will change a bit. Obviously, with Nico going and um Finucane going, he was also injured quite a bit this year. They carried um Harry Grant as fourteen, and then Nico, who didn't sometimes get a lot of game time, but when Pappenhausen was, you know, off injured with those concussion symptoms, he was playing it at fullback. Um, be interesting to see what their makeup of their bench is. Um, there's got big Nelson Osofa Salomona, who's just he's really good off the bench. Just a massive player, like he's the big, biggest player in the league, like literally yeah. the, the largest boy out there. He's huge um, and really, really nice. Like really soft-spoken, friendly guy. Um, yeah. So be be interesting to see what they go with with the makeup of their bench. I have predicted them for number one ends in terms of minor premiership finishing at the top. Purely against the Panthers because of their attacking football, and I think the Panthers. You, you, I mean, you saw it in the in the finals. They they won their last three games, like the grand final, the other couple of games by two to four points. Their defense, that the tries they stopped was what kept them yeah. winning. Um, so they're obviously yeah, like I said, the best defensive team out there. Whereas the Storm are really good defensively normally, but also have crazy attack with Pappenhausen and you know all that sort of stuff. So. On points differential, I've got them finishing first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That look, it's a safe bet. It's hard to it's hard to argue with that. Um, and Bellamy will be cracking the whip oh. after that fucking loss. And you never hear about Storm players being in the in the news for doing shit things. I mean, the the last thing I can think of was when um, Jesse Bromwich was snorting coke or buying coke after that test in Canberra mm-hmm. with uh, Kevin Proctor, and that was a few years ago. Uh, was that 2017? Just another bit of honest fun, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, um, now with, yeah, Munster and Brandon Smith and Chris yeah, Lewis in the news a, for white powder. Yeah, they're, they're all a bit fucking in trouble here. Eh? I know money's... They've all got... I think collectively between them, it was like 100Ks worth of fines or some shit. Money's now being banned from alcohol for a year, which I don't know how they police that. They must put a fucking... One of those alcohol Maybe trackers in his car. Maybe that alcohol ban will be excluded for origin time. Yeah, dude, he plays <laughs> better when he's, on, when he's ripping and tearing. But, yeah. um, and I mean, they all obviously go hard. I mean, look, we're all fucking, we're all young whippersnappers. I mean, um, I know you don't drink too much, but I've caught myself out a few good times. So I can't begrudge them for trying to have a good time. They just unfortunately got caught because some cockhead had a camera out. But let's be honest, they're all fucking doing it. It's just who's getting caught for doing it, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. But it could be a blessing in disguise, right? I think Cameron Munster, um, he had a great season in 2020. He had a, like, historical Queensland origin series. So he had huge, huge um, eyes and, and pressure on him for the 2021 series, which he didn't sort of, I want to say live up to, but it was a harder series that we had a way harder team to play. Mm. Um, next year, going into his 2022 side, people are going, well, you didn't win origin. Like, you didn't get us to grand final. Like, you're in a key position. He's got a pretty big pressure on his shoulders next year. So yeah, well, he's been dropped from the leadership group, and yeah, like Brandon Smith's huge. been dropped from the emerging leadership group. So I hope for his sake, like, could be a good kick up there. Yeah, because I like Munster. You know, I know people fucking think he's a grub and shit like that, but whatever. I like Munster, but 
Yeah, he's he's probably gonna have to. He's our grub though. He's yeah, Queensland's grub. We need grub. him. Yeah, yeah. If, if you play for New South Wales, we would yeah, fucking hate him. Yeah, but <laughs> so. he doesn't. He's our fuckwit. Um, you know, mad dog Terrell Brewing. You know, like he's a good dude. But I think yeah, he's got a lot of um yeah, got to pull his socks up next year because he's he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him. But mm. again. You're getting paid to do it, and like it's a pretty good life, I'm sure, to be pretty a professional footballer. You yeah. Know, at like the way he is, he's making money now with his brewing and stuff like that. So yeah. he'll be alright. A year off, fucking get it. Dally M winner. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. Let's not rule it out of Reynolds or the Broncos just yet. Um, and then I guess that quickly ties into Billy Slater, Queensland <laughs> Origin coach. Yeah. So Paul Green was there for one year. Biggest fucking origin loss in history, I think. Just got shellacked in those first two games. I love Billy. Billy is my favorite player of all time. Yeah, um, that's a good. That's a good statement. I I love Billy too. How can you not like Billy? Yeah, like coming through high school, I didn't watch any NRL except Origin. Yeah, and I followed the Broncos loosely, but I couldn't tell you anything about any other teams. When Billy Slater came on the scene with his long hair, and it just yeah. <laughs> Um, and just seems like a really nice guy, a really genuine guy, and um, young coach that obviously sort of like Brad Fittler, where he doesn't coach. Um, well, Brad Fittler obviously coached earlier in the, um, mm. professionally, but only did about two or three seasons, I think, with the Roosters, I believe. Um, so Billy Slater coming in, having never coached at NRL level before, but obviously has that whole aura and everything I'm with in- the Queensland guys. It's exciting. Yeah. I think it's very exciting. And even if like, you know, I don't sound pessimistic, but even if they don't win 2022 Origin Series, they've still got to stick with it. They've still got to build off because the New South Wales side that we're seeing, we saw this year, is is one of the best of all time. Like they are. And they've been building to that. Yeah. They have been. It's cyclical. So, Obviously, the Queensland team that won eight in a row, you would say, was is the best of all time. But this New South Wales team with the strike they have with Tommy Turbo and Tedesco and Latrell coming back and. Cleary and holy shit, they've got some players. Yeah, man, you just wait. You just wait until fucking Queensland get ripping and tearing next year, eh? And fucking the Blues aren't going to know what hits them. We, if you have a full strength Queensland side with everyone you can pick from and New South Wales, you watch fucking Queensland thrive. Let's just say, Caelan Ponga is fit and healthy, ready to go. And yeah. Hey Grant, Lindsay Collins, you got Christian Wells. All the injuries aside, yeah. you know, like they're all going to be there. You're going to have Billy there. And then you've got JT, who's already there. Mate, Cammy Smith maybe comes in for a little bit of fucking mentoring, a little yeah. bit of this, a little bit of that. You've got all the GOAT players from the Queensland dynasty there. That's a good vibe to be around, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Money, who's just like had a great year. He's coming in. He's going back for the for the glory, you know. So yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm already salivating for next year. Yeah. Um, 2021 was a pretty good year of footy, I thought. It was a, it was a good comp. Um, besides if you're a Broncos fan, it was pretty tough, <laughs> yeah. but everything else... Or a Queensland it, fan, which we happen to be both of those, but... Everything else was pretty good. I was trying to stay as optimistic as I can. I'm um, I'm a bit sad about, what do I do now? The NRL's finished. Yeah. That's just the thing you go to on a Thursday night, Friday night. I just look forward to it so much. And now it's like, fuck, what do I do? Like, I know that sounds really stupid. Like, yeah, I know there's way more to life than sports. I've got kids, Isn't you know... It? But, like, it's like, you get home from a day at work or a 40-hour week at work and you just want to sit down and relax and have a drink, sit on the couch, be the king of that couch. Be the king of the couch. And yeah. just watch some guys just run into each other. Watch some of your man crushes go head to head. Head to head. And now it's like, what do I do? Well, I could watch Netflix or something, but I'll fall asleep because it's not the same. Not the same. Yeah, I agree, man. And we just, we look, we just 
two great podcasts here. We come up with the name Balls and All just the other day. It's fucking meant to be, honestly. It's looking like... Uh, 2022 for us is looking good we're in for a good season uh, we're going to be ripping and tearing I think so um, yeah it's good things but I don't know look my liver might get a rest my wallet might get a rest because Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday I love getting on it yeah. um, with the boys and even into Mad Monday on the podcast we can break it down but um, yeah look this is this will be the last NRL related podcast we're doing for the year obviously because um, the fucking comp is done and dusted but by no means are we done. 2022, we're in for a big year. We're going to come back pretty regularly. Um, we'll work out the format, but seriously, king of the couch, balls and all, it's going to be it's going to be a big thing. We're uh, we're keen. So, all the people that love fucking the uh, the footy content, mate, you're in you're in good hands. Yeah, got you covered, <sighs> mate. Appreciate your uh, your efforts, mate, because you're fucking you literally are the wizard. I need someone here for the stats, and I need to come and just sprinkle my bullshit over the top. And, <laughs> and I think we did that well. So, um. Mate, I hope you... Well, I'll see you in March. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Countdown so. begins. Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, for real, man, it's been good. Um, let's uh, let's love the, love the listeners and leave them, and we'll catch them in fucking 2022, I reckon. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, this is KTC and The Wizard. 2022, listen out, balls and all. We're coming for you. Um, have a great week. We love you all.